Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to Geek Speak last week. This is Ed. This is Tom. And this is Brian. And we are here back again to talk about all the geeky stuff that's going down in the last couple of weeks here. Um, we did have a week off, so if uh, if we don't mention a couple of things that have happened, it's only because they weren't that important. And we wanted to get to our main topic that will be coming at the end of the show here which is our most anticipated of 2023. So Happy there wasn't year, a ton. Everybody. Yeah, there wasn't a ton to go over in the last couple of weeks. We we hit the big ones, I think, here. Um, but first, what did uh, what did we get into over the weekend? How about you? What about you, Tone? Um, all right. One of the first things I got into over the weekend on Ed's recommendation was the mayor of Kingstown halfway through the first season. Uh, I really like Jeremy Renner in this. Like, he's really, really fucking good. Especially, like, after seeing him as Hawkeye for the last, what, over 10 years. Like, it's cool seeing him do something kind of similar. Like, because I could see that being Hawkeye also. (laughs) With a Hawkeye with an edge is what he Yeah, like, it's, yeah, he's, like, doing some questionable stuff. Definitely questionable stuff. Very (laughs) questionable stuff. Yeah, but like, there's like really no one that really has any honor except for maybe his mom. I, I, mean, I that sounds to like see a what your take show. on the characters in the show was because the mom annoys the shit out of me. And she that. does, but she's the like the only person that actually has any like kind of integrity and but honor. She, really, she's also like, like because she has like a moral comp. She actually has a moral compass. She she does. Who a I mean, fault. She's like, like like because even his like younger brother mm-hmm. like you think like oh he's he's the one that like he's the cop he's like straight and narrow but then like there's shit that he does and you're like okay nah he's just like the rest of them like yeah like, <laughs> he, he's been taught by his brothers yeah for his entire life and the mom is maybe and even like for them you know like uh jeremy renner's character like he has good intentions but he's still doing like you're working with drug dealers and like right. crooked cops and everything. Like, you know, my hard line is for the greater good. And what those guys are doing is for the greater good. So that's why um, I I, it's it. not is not for the greater good. When it you make it is no, no. When you Ab- kill a guy, when you kill a man. Bec- when you get a guy killed because he accidentally. Got two people killed. While he wasn't even there, like, I'm sorry, that whole meth head, like that episode that showed where his line was and it showed that everybody else didn't have that line, but he still made it happen. He's trying. And that's not that's not greater good, because where's the greater good come from this, like from this meth head dying when he turned himself in? Where, where's the where's the greater good, Ed? He was because he was, the cops. He the killed the kid. Angry? He killed a kid and a woman. He didn't kill the kid though. Certainly did. His no, actions made that kid die for sure. No, he did not. The cigarette that he left there. Yeah, 
So if anyone leaves a cigarette out in a house, they should be murdered? Like, because a cigarette falls and, like, a kid potentially could die? He shouldn't have been making meth in the house either. Or having, a kid that, again. or having a kid in that in that kind of atmosphere. Like, who? That's the mother's fault because that wasn't even his kid. That was the mom's kid. I agree. But she's okay, so and you can't punish her. So both of them were at so, fault. So, okay, punish him. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be brutally murdered by a bunch of criminals and then you give them free reign. Agree to disagree. I think that he those did what cops, he had to do. Those cops, no, he did what happen. he had to do. The cops in this were completely inexplicably corrupt in this whole thing. He told them, don't do this. These people are going to want something. Yeah. And and what happens the next episode? Everyone's calling to get their thing. Yeah. Well, that's the whole that's the whole and, quandary. Of and the that's show. the thing. It's, no, it's, it's that's very, the thing. This very, isn't, this isn't a quandary. Broke. Those cops were wrong in everything they did. Even the like badass SWAT dude. Oh, he's, he's doing he was doing things by the book better than the, the cop, the rest of the cops. And he has a kid that he went home to and was like, shit. Yeah. But he still kept his composure and like. He fucked up all those dudes, but that's because they shot one of his guys. Yeah, well, at the same time, but like like you're saying, just because they shot one of his guys, does that give him the right to kill somebody? No, I but they were all does. no, that's just me. But they were also shooting at him. Yeah, at the same well, I time. get that, but like as a cop, what you're supposed to do is take the people under arrest, right? You're supposed to not kill people who are trying to even not, if no 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 not in not mm-hmm. not not in the gun not in the gunfight no in a gunfight you are shooting to kill you are but not also you're not shooting the arrest same, in the same in the especially same especially SWAT like SWAT I know I know someone that they were SWAT. setting people up and going in to take people out from the episode what two three it's not like he has any moral high oh, ground no. either you know what I mean but like again, none, of, none, that, none of them though again that whole thing that was a personal thing. Yeah. This is not personal for any. If it was personal for any of them, I would understand these cops reacting the way they did. But it wasn't personal for them. No, but and I what the and what Bunny says is 100% right. Because if that was a black little kid, they wouldn't have did anything like that. Yeah. Bunny's actually probably Bunny is the best. Character that dude is charismatic as hell. Yeah. Every time he's on, I love him. And I he always him. has good points. And he's always and like, if you do this, this is going to happen. And it's he's always so true. good. And he's like, he makes sense. Like he yeah. told them like, and even Jer- like as Jeremy Renner's like, he's like, look, I told them that they don't, that you guys are going to want, want, want. And like, it, it's just, it's very good. And it does bring up all those kind of like points, but that's one thing I got into. Um, I watched all of season two of Vikings Valhalla that was recently released. That show is so fucking good. I love the dudes that play uh, Harold and Leif Erikson. Like those two guys are very good and I want them in the MCU in some capacity. Like they legitimately could play Wolverine and Sabretooth. Like Mm. they look like those characters, especially because they're all like hairy and everything Vikings. Um, But um also would love to see either one of them play like Craven in an MCU thing because not the Craven that we're getting new, no. especially the dude that plays Harold. Cause he kind of already looks like, um, 
the guy that's playing Craven? Well, I can't think of his name. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he kind of looks like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Huh. I have like, yet to start those any of those Viking shows. I know there's several and uh well the reg uh Viking this is a like sequel to Vikings. Mm-hmm. It's a sequel series. Um I kind like that one's good until Ragnar's gone. <laughs> like it's still kind of good, but the guy that plays Ragnar, like because Ragnar dies at some point because they're going through the history of everything. Once he's off, it's not as good because okay. that dude was so good. Yeah. Um, this one's very good. And The Last Kingdom, that's probably my favorite of all the like Viking shows. Is that another um, spinoff of the main Viking show or is that a different? No, that's like its own thing. Like own it's thing. yeah. Um, but it's like a lot of the same characters you will see like through all yeah. these shows. Um, right. But I mean, this is also scratching, scratching that Viking itch because I'm playing god of war ragnarok right now which is norse mythology so right that's uh all like in the same thing uh i also watched the horror the slasher sick on uh peacock mm-hmm. what's it called sick oh okay it takes place like during the beginning of the pandemic kind of like when everything was still really bad like when you couldn't find shit in the like supermarket everyone was like worried about wearing masks and everything before people were like over it and started acting like assholes when it came to that stuff mm-hmm. um so this girl goes to quarantine at the lake at her lake house with her friend and then like someone shows up that's not supposed to be there <laughs> uh but there's like a good like it's really good like it's a very simple premise like two girls at a lake house and then killer shows up like very simple but the execution of it is very good and it's written uh by kevin williamson who wrote uh the original scream mm-hmm. he did the screenplay for uh the faculty and i know what you did last summer so he's like did a lot of those like horror movies from that same time but he's like been doing stuff <laughs> since too but this feels like the way he did things for Scream, where he like he kind of reinvented the slasher. I feel like he kind of did that again. Like he didn't reinvent anything here, but it's all about the execution of it. And it is just very, very good. Like um very like I said, it's a very simple premise, but the way they execute it was very good. And the people were like they make the dumb like uh things that people do in horror movies, like they do the dumb shit all the time. But like it kind of also made sense. And these people also did some smart things. Uh, I highly recommend it if you're into slashers at all. It was like weird seeing a movie that took place like during the pandemic, like where uh, Glass Onion, it was during the pandemic, but they quickly gave us a reason why they weren't going to be wearing masks the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like in this movie, like that, like the pandemic is like a part of it. Mm. like it's all like seeped into the dna of this movie um yeah i really like that though um the only other thing i got into besides stuff we're going to talk about later um was willow the season finale aired and oh that's what we that's what we can start watching uh was that a good season finale (laughs) 
Um, I think Willow is... If that series would have finished in 2022, it would definitely would have been in my top stuff for 2022 that we did in our list. Um, that show, those characters, like, so well, like, done. Uh, I like the characters a lot. And I think it's leaps and bounds. Like, I like the movie, but this is so much better than what the movie is. Like, they build on it so much. And they build the world, uh, the finale, very, very good and definitely sets us up for more. I can't wait for more. I want it now. <laughs> so I want it now. Give me I now. want it now. Uh, it's probably like of the like fantasy series we've had recently, like the like high fantasy. So I'm talking like Lord of the Rings and um, Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best of the three. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, I like I liked it a lot. That's you watched lot. it. You watched it too, right? Ed, the Willow yes. season finale. Yeah, like you said, same thing. I think I have no real love for the movie. I know it's nostalgic; it's eighties and all, but mm-hmm. I'm never a huge fan. But this show is amazing, and the characters and fucking the Borman, man, Borman is the best. <laughs> when when he's talking to after like the other ones jumped off and he's talking to willow and willow's like let me finish he was like nope and he just <laughs> everything honestly I, I i like all the characters so do i um, i love kids growth throughout the series yeah like this season i mean even uh, allura dan and i, I love yeah. her arc everybody in the show is really good and the story itself is really good i, I enjoyed it thoroughly i like the the post-credit scene and it's exactly it was kind of what i was thinking was going to happen not the way that it exactly did it but what they're doing yeah with him like is what i thought was going to happen i was like oh the worm's going to use him oh for sure yeah i mean and like the, the perfect I mean, way no, to do it too he you know he still has it in his in his brain it's not like there was never a moment where i was like oh everything's fine you know what i mean oh no yeah and like him getting powerful like it's like oh he's yeah, they're setting him up to be, and yeah. I like that. No one. <laughs> yeah, I I like that a lot. I'm excited for season two. Whenever we get it, I hope we get it soon. Like I hope like it doesn't take us like two to three years. I hope we get it yeah. in a year at the most. Yeah, I hope it comes back next year because I mean it is very very good, and I think they were waiting to see what kind of numbers it did to to tell us whether or not we're getting a season two. But I I believe it did well. So do I. Who have seen it, and it's getting very good reviews. So, and I know a lot of like, mm-hmm. like I, like uh, when you texted me about the finale, I told you like I see it was like all over my Twitter, like people talking about the finale and like how yeah. good it was and how they wanted more. Like I can't wait for more. I like the little like I like how it was the the chapters of a book every episode yeah. and mm-hmm. how at the end was them putting the book, putting back, the book back up and there and then you seeing yeah. you seeing the the third book there too like it's like okay so the movie was the first book this was the second book yeah very cool yeah i enjoyed that show a lot uh that's pretty much all i got into aside from playing more god of war um yeah that's it all right um well i was able to watch a couple of movies and a tv show in the last couple weeks um i'll start with the tv show it's something that 
uh, my wife had recommended and I, it stars Billy Piper. I don't know if you guys heard it. It's called I Hate Susie. It's on HBO. And um, she had done another series on HBO a few years ago called uh, Secret Confessions <laughs> of a Call Girl. And that show was really good. And Billy Piper is very good. And we both like her. So she told me about the show. And basically the premise is Billy Piper plays like a girl who became a star in like a teenager, kind of like American Idol kind of competition. Now she's in her mid to late 30s with a kid and a, uh, a husband. And her life kind of blows up when she kind of gets her phone hacked and a picture of her with another guy and his uh, dick is in the same picture. And, uh, and, and the funny thing is like, you're, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well any kind of, you know, sex pictures that come out, is going to make a scandal, but they, they, the first episode is her trying to deal with a, um, they're basically having like a magazine shoot at her house and she's trying to deal with all those people while also keeping everyone from seeing it before it gets leaked and talking to her press manager and all this stuff. It's just really well done. Um, there's two seasons of it. I'm halfway through the second season, but it's very entertaining, very fun. Billy Piper's always good in everything she's in, but I would recommend it just because it's a, a good comedy drama. It's not, you know, it has no like comic book affiliation or anything like that. It's just a good comedy drama. And I would, I would say, check it out if you have any kind of interest in that kind of stuff. Um, and I was also able to see a couple of thrillers over the last couple of weeks. Also, I saw uh, the menu, which is also streaming on HBO. Did you see that also tone or not? Yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Um, that's it yet, but I've heard of good things about it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the the cast is pretty much amazing. It's got Ray Fiennes, who plays a Gordon Ramsay type chef, like high end chef. And these people, this guest list goes to his private island to have a special menu prepared for them. And Nicholas Holt plays one of the main guys. He's there and he's like a you know, quote unquote foodie. He loves everything about the uh, famous restaurant world and stuff like that and knows everything. And uh, he ends up bringing his date who was a stand in for somebody who was originally going to go. So it kind of messes up the plan. I won't say too much more because it'll give too much away, but it goes places that you're really not expecting. It's funnier than I was expecting it to be. It's very satirical. It's a lot of black humor, um, but really, really well acted. And the the story and where it goes is really, really entertaining. It's just a lot of fun and also kind of like keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. That was a very good one. And then the other one was, uh, I think I texted you about this tone. It was called The Apology which is on shutter right now it's set in christmas time it's like christmas eve and this woman who has a child who's been missing since she was like 17 she gets a visitor on her door who's an old um it's actually her sister's ex-husband shows up at the doorstep and 
he basically has some information about the daughter. And from there, it just gets fucking crazy. It's a crazy movie. It's very good. It's Anna Gunn from, uh, she played Skylar in uh, Breaking Bad, the wife. Mm. She's a very good actress. I don't like, she taking her character from that out of it. She's a very good actress. Um, Oh no. Yeah. She made me hate her. Yeah. In this, she's very likable. She's very um, sympathetic, which just shows she's a very good actress because she's none of that in uh, Breaking Bad. Um, But this, and it's also, um, I believe it was directed by the the, uh, guy who did Mandy. Um, That, that, which I saw you recommending that too. Mandy is, Mandy's a wild ass movie, dude. But this one's a lot more centered on family and things like that, but still very, very good. Definitely worth a watch if if you're a a thriller fan at all. Um, And the one guy who who plays the ex-brother-in-law, Linus Roach, he's actually um, Thomas Wayne in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm. And I was like, he's come up in the, uh, in a few of like, he was in Mandy. He's been in a few other movies lately that I've seen him in and he's, a chameleon he could play anything so oh he's in the recruit i haven't seen the recruit but actually i watched that's something else i watched i watched all of it. <laughs> it's very good <laughs> yeah um but th- this movie is very very janine garofalo's in this also as like a small uh role interesting um but yeah it, it's definitely worth a watch it's very cool it's very brutal at times and you know the subject matter obviously is kind of heartbreaking with uh, the girl's daughter going missing. So I thought that it was very well done. It has a couple of uh, really good payoffs at the end too. So um, other than that, I saw so a good Christmas family film. Yeah. It's, it's going on my Christmas list. You know what I mean? I always watch those <laughs> fucked up movies, those non Christmas Christmas movies. I always watch them. So it'll be on there. Um, right, ne- right next to you log. Yes, exactly. Oh, one's a lot weirder. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the apology was very good. Um, and then the, the last thing I watched was the lobster from several years ago, which I'd never seen, but I've always heard was really good and kind of odd. It's Yorgos Lathanamos, so or Lanthimos, I think is, is how you say it. He's sure. he's awesome. That guy is a really good director. He's made some really good shit. Um, and Colin Farrell plays the main character. And I don't know I'm if you, you know the premise at all. Anybody? No. I'm in. Colin Farrell's in it. I'm in. It's <laughs> it's the dude is he's made other movies that are strange, but this is like a, a world that you live in where you have until a certain point to match with somebody and become a husband and wife. And if you don't reach that point, they turn you into an animal of your choosing. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's he. Be, he wants to become a, a lobster. Is why that's called the lobster. It's uh, okay. That's kind of hilarious. That's where the sci-fi <laughs> stops. It's I might it's like, I might need to watch that now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just like once you put that in your head, like it's plays as a regular movie. Other than the fact that in this world they can change you into a into An a animal. Just a animal. Yeah. Um, it, it's very very. Matter of fact, and they live in this world and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's what happens when, you know, when you hit a certain age. 
Um, and you don't, and you don't pair with someone. Yeah, but it, it also, you know, yo, Tinder's getting real, uh, <laughs> <laughs> real fucked. I'm gonna up. find somebody real quick because I am not trying to be no. I want to be I a wanna, lobster. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I think that everybody would try their damnedest if that was the case. Wait, but, so is the whale a sequel to this? <laughs> that would be awesome if it was a backdoor. <laughs> that would be so fucking great. No, I don't believe no. it is. <laughs> no. But you not. never know. I haven't seen the whale, so I can't say it's, it, it's not. <laughs> no, it should be though. I'd watch that. <laughs> um yeah, just a, it's a strange fucking movie, but also very interesting. I was never bored. Like throughout the whole movie, I'm like, well, where's this going? And it's I gotta, don't think you could get bored with something like that. I mean, yeah. just knowing that premise, it's like, huh? Yes. Yeah, I don't. And yeah. it's got an ending that you will be thinking about for days oh, after. Oh man, where you're like, that was so, something. So, it's a lobster saying, "Was once a man." That was once a man. It's pretty fucking weird. It's a weird movie, but again, I like weird, abstract shit like that. So, so do I. Uh, I mean, shit. it was very good. You, you should definitely check it out. And all the performances were fantastic. So, um, that's all I got for the last couple of weeks with what I've been catching up on. What about you, Bri? Um, I didn't get into too much. We finally got through uh, Pinocchio, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Pinocchio over the weekend. Um, it's good stuff. I know you saw that. Did you see that yet, Ed? I have not. Oh my god! Yeah, that's very good. This shit, this shit, that shit was crazy. Um, I, uh, I, I won't say too much other than it was some of the best motion capture that I, I mean, not motion it's capture, beautiful uh, stop motion but, that I yeah. have seen in a while. Like they, they, they could really give like a run for their money with what they, what they, what they put out in this movie. Yeah, um, it's really the, good. It's the 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 freaking um characters or the designs are absolutely amazing. Um but it's definitely a Del Toro uh mm-hmm. <laughs> movie. <laughs> um and and the thing that got me is, is as I'm watching the opening and this is all I'm really going to say is is that something they open with a very Disney trope, well, what is a Disney trope now? And like and then Del Toro puts his his spin on it and i'm like oh oh this is kind of terrifying and i like it and it was it was it was so good like as soon as the the credits started like before it well as soon as it started i go well this being del toro i wonder how dark it's gonna get and you know like it didn't take you very long to find out how dark it's gonna get and um yeah, it was just a, it was a br- <laughs> it was to me a brilliant take on the story. Um yeah. I I I Disney fucked up putting out their version period but in the same year as that because that was just oh it was it, it, you need you definitely need to sit down and watch that one. Um it is uh it has a bittersweet ending too. So like it, 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 it's good and it's funny as fuck too. That was the other thing. Like it was, it was actually pretty funny. Like there was yeah. that 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 was very enjoyable. It was funny. There were some pretty good songs in it. It's a musical, but not good. to the extent of like a Disney musical. Um, and 
the the characters were all voiced amazingly. Christoph Waltz was amazing. Uh, I forgot the dude, the the guy's name from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, the that played played Geppetto. Um, he was oh, David uh, Bradley. Yeah, yeah, Dave Bradley, and uh, the kid that did Pinocchio. Wow, that was. Uh, it's funny because when you first see him, his voice does not fit him. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it just, it's just so good. It just, it's just, it's, it's just so, so good after that. Um, I, it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. I'm probably going to watch that again. So I, I, I definitely recommend that to anybody that likes, a, you know, a little bit of a, a dark twist on a classic the, story. The the um, one that caught me by surprise in voices was, Kate Blanchett and Spazatura. Yes. Like, yes. what? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because because you don't... Cause I'm not going to even say anything. But no, yes. yeah. Like, that. Yes. I did not expect her yes. to voice yeah. that character of all of them. And it was and it was so well done. Yeah. Um, I would also... Um, we also... <laughs> excuse me. Played some more um, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. And it was kind of funny because we went through a, uh, we went and did a side mission and the side mission opened up an area, one of those huge areas where there's more side missions. And we like, literally, as soon as you walk in, there's a guy standing there. I was like, Jacinda, you want to pick up the side mission and then just keep it moving? They were like, yeah. So I picked it up. Jacinda went off to the side somewhere. I lost them. I'm listening to what dude says. It starts right in front of me. So I'm like, well, it's basically right here. I'm going to start doing this. I pick it up and the dude telling me to pick up the wooden doll pieces. And I go, what, what's going on here? And dude's name was Otto. By the second piece, I was like, this is going to be some twisted Pinocchio shit. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what it was. That's hilarious. I, yeah, I found that so ironic. We did that before we played the um, before we watched the movie. So I found it uh, like ironic that we were playing the game and then all of a sudden we're playing, we're doing Pinocchio. And mm. it was like, oh, all right, there's a mission. But um, yeah, other than that, not much. Um, we're still watching My Hero as it goes on, and it's just getting crazier and crazier. Um, um, but yeah, other than that, not much. Can't hear you, Ed. Muted. How dare you mute my mic? What's the matter with you? Yeah, how dare I? (laughs) So there's some good stuff there uh, for people to check out if they want to delve into some TV, gaming, and also movies. So um, with that, we also have a couple of pieces of news and a couple of trailers to get to. Um, The first one I... When I skim this, I don't know exactly what's going on. It sounds like they're saying Tim Miller took over as director on the Borderland reshoots. So does that mean he's picking up as the director or is he? Is no, he going- he's just doing the reshoots. So it's still going to be um, what Eli Roth. Yeah, Eli Roth is going to be the actual director. It's going to be two two directors now listed. Oh, OK. Um I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing uh, at this point. I feel like Tim Miller should have been the choice from the beginning. I don't. That would have that would have been great. Like he fits what Borderlands is 
better than Eli Roth. Like Eli Roth, I don't think of. I think of horror. Yes. Like I'm very bloody, disgusting horror. Yep. Not like action comedy, which is what Borderlands should be. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, obviously Tim Miller. I I don't know. At this point in time, do you think Tim Miller is probably a bigger name than Eli Roth, though? So maybe Eli Roth got the got the thing greenlit because of his name. I don't know. I, I would almost say Tim Miller is a bigger I think point. Kevin Hart probably got this movie greenlit because he's like okay, one maybe. of the bigger names in the movie. All right, maybe that's what's going on then. I just did. I couldn't understand. You know, it like you said, if he was the the better choice and obviously wants to be involved, why not go with him as the main director? You know what I mean? But either way. I'm taking like, over the research here. I'm not looking forward to this movie at all. Yeah, That's I know. Setting up, this is I like. I want to look forward to it. That's Me too. Problem, but like, just from the moment that they cast Kevin Hart as Roland, yeah, that 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 I was that like, was I don't like, understand that. I don't get that at all. I don't understand Roland's that at like, all. A Jonathan Majors would be a good Roland. Yes, he would have been a great Roland, actually. Mm. Now you look at Kevin Hart and you look at Jonathan Majors. Same What's guy. The big diff- What's the big difference there? <laughs> well, maybe they're going to use some CGI and make them actually tall. You never know. You never know. Is the like I don't. I also it, don't see him because as they a, have. I, they have a, good actors. I just don't see him as a like a soldier. No, that's my big thing. It's like I I don't see him playing a soldier. Like they have very good actors in this, and it's just like I don't see this being. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. Me too. Yeah. Right. But I don't I don't see myself being wrong. <laughs> I really don't. Like Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis, Kate Blanchett, Jack Black. Also, Jack Gina Black Gershon, like, as 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 claptrap, I didn't get either, but no, I don't like. I mean, I don't get that, but I, I get it. I see it more than I see. You know who would have? Patton Oswalt would have been a better clap. clap yes, trap. he would have. He would have. Like his voice fits what claptrap sounds like. I mean, they're gonna put it through a thing anyway. So. Yeah, they are, but it's like still, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and like the fact that you didn't just get Tiny Tina's voice actor actress to play Tiny Tina when she she's old. I mean girl that they have playing her isn't that much like younger she, i don't think don't they have like a teenager playing uh, i mean like because 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 i don't mean like old but she's like in her late 20s or she's in her mid-20s the, actress, <clears throat> the voice actress yeah i mean i don't know i just Teen, tiny tina is not tiny i know tina is not i know who is her voice actress it's like i know who the actress is like but this i don't know I I just am not looking forward to the movie at all. And like it's like, oh cool, you got the director that should have been maybe making this movie from the beginning. And he probably could have picked some better choices, like mm-hmm. actor wise. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. Um and the fact that we still haven't seen anything from this movie yeah, other than silhouette. Yeah, like since it's been like and it's been in production for so long it's like come on like what are y'all yeah. scared of <laughs> show us something <laughs> uh, i think they're the, they they're afraid of exactly what it is 
everybody's going to go, well, that don't look great. We'll see. We will we see. We told you Kevin Hart wasn't a good choice for Roland. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we found out uh, over the week uh, is Dune Part 2 has added Tim Blake Nelson in an unknown role. Any any thoughts on who he could possibly play? I love Tim Blake Nelson. I don't care who he plays, really. He's great. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I am super excited for this movie. So there's so many characters, and I'm just waiting, just waiting to see what comes of this second movie. Yeah, man. I mean, like I, you and me too. You and me I'm too. super excited for like this cast. Just keeps getting better and better as they add more people. Yeah. Yep. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Like the fact that we have uh, Florence Pugh and Austin Butler joining the cast now, Tim Blake Nelson, like. So oh. much. Who? Why don't you tell me this? Who what? told me this? that? Uh, it might have been. It had to be you guys. One of you guys. <laughs> Florence Pugh is now single. Oh my lord! What does that well, matter? I got to shoot my shot. I got to shoot, shoot my your shot. shot. Now. Right. Might never come around again. I don't know. So, right. I don't know what that dude did to fuck that up, but she, she's apparently single now. They always do something stupid. I mean, that guy, I what mean, a fucking douchebag! <laughs> <That's> fucking douchebag! <laughs> um, Living the dream and just fucks it up. How do how do you fuck that up? Like, come on, man! You know, like, come on, just what the fuck? Anyways, his his uh his bad luck may, may become my good luck because I'm gonna try there to hit her. Try to hit her. Just put her up in those DMs. She, is yeah. she one of your hall passes? Probably not. It'll be a fight, but that's all right. <laughs> it's worth it. It'll be. It's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, we if you if, if speaking you, of women that are worth if you do it, that, you need, put in a good word with Rebecca Selma Ferguson Hayek on the red carpet recently at the Golden Globes. <laughs> no, I did not. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. Selma she. She's a classic. She'll never go out of style. She, like, she just... Yeah, I know. Fine yeah, wine. I know, bro. Fine wine. Bro, I know. Ever since uh, ever since freaking... Ever since freaking from dusk till dawn, man. Nah, <laughs> I've Desperado. been spit, smitten. I've been smitten. I saw dusk till dawn first. See, yeah, I, I saw did Desperado too, yeah. first. And, and then was... I saw Desperado and was like... Oof. I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. I would do... Anything for her. And you had to track down El Mariachi before, you know, yeah, that will, before that, Desperado. That was, yeah. It was, uh, all right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving um, on. Moving on. We also got a couple of trailers that came out this week. Um, first one up, Evil Dead Rise trailer. That looks Yo. like it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, Yo, that shit was mommy's crazy. with the maggots now. That okay, line, was such a good line. It's so good. That part of that trailer, that's the best part of that trailer. Mm-hmm. And like the delivery of that line, and then she just like jumped, like oh, so good. I'm, I'm excited for that because it looks more like the um, the, the newer remake. the remake. Yeah, yep, yep. And I like I love what that movie. Like people are like, oh well, they, it's like kind of they're, they're bringing back the Raimi style. It's like no, none of the Raimi movies. No, it made doesn't... me feel the way that the the only one that even as close is the original and i love the original movie because it's not as campy 
yeah, it's definitely trying to be scary, although with the limitations and stuff, it yeah, it, it comes off campy. Yeah, and then like he the leaves the camp with the second one where it's a straight up remake comp. of the first one, yeah. and then just like adding on, and then like he just goes full yeah. camp. Right. Um, so I like this darker, more serious, and definitely more scary. Yeah. Evil Dead. I'm I'm super excited for that movie. Like I had no expectations, and then that trailer dropped, and I was like, "Yep." And there was two different trailers. Yep. Uh, I, I think one. There's a there's one that sets everything up better. Yes, the second okay. one de- definitely yeah. set the one like the way they better. like give you like the build up to like you see like the sister coming to like see that her sister and everything, and you find out that she thinks she's dead, and everything goes from there. Like it gives okay. you like a better setup for like actually beat by beat of how this is gonna happen, where the other one kind of like drops you in in the center of it, of in the middle of everything already, and then just like all chaos ensues i like this and i love when the little girl says like oh you're gonna be a good mom someday she's like why you say that because you can lie to kids yeah yeah that was good that was a funny line yeah everything's like that- okay it's like no the fucking ain't <laughs> yeah that's why that's probably why you don't know that that line um ed because that that line came in the second or was that when the, the no? It was, it's in both of them. It's in both of them. Was yeah. okay. That line's in both of them. Mommy's but the, the, you know, the way they the put it in the second one made it a whole lot worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because then, like, you see her just get grabbed by <laughs> something. Like, I like also that it's like the mom is like possessed by the whatever the deadites, and then mm-hmm. it's like she's going after the family. <laughs> but see, what we don't get in this in the first trailer that you get in the second is. Before everything happens, the mom yells at her sister, don't let them get my babies. Oh, okay. I don't know which one I saw. I'm assuming it's not that. Yeah, I don't it's the one that. that the one you saw is probably the one that starts with her, like basically just like walking up to the stove. Yeah, and, and like throwing the eggs. Yeah, that is in the other trailer, but it's like after like okay. we know what's going on, like that she's like possessed. Yeah. That that movie looks good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited for it as well. Um, another one that we got. This one, I I remember when this news first hit about this movie, and I was like, I do not fucking care about this. But this trailer turned it around for me, I'll be honest. Renfield. Yep. This Renfield <laughs> trailer was fucking yep. awesome. Um, yeah, that looks amazing. Nicholas Holt, again, Nicholas Holt's killing it. Um, he is playing Renfield. Obviously, the character from the uh, Dracula novel, who is the caretaker of Dracula. And in this, he basically is like an abuse. He's in an abusive relationship with his boss. Which I love is that. Awesome. When he um, goes to the, the support group. Yeah, he's in the support group. Um, every, I mean, the tone looks like it's going to be right on point for what I want to see. Um, even like, cause I remember we saw the, the early stills of Nicolas Cage in that makeup. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking terrible. But the, it looks like the cinematography and the lighting and stuff make this look like it's going to be actually done well, where it's going to yeah. make sense of why they look that way. Um, I didn't know that what's her name was in this. Um, Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah. I had no idea. And she plays like a police officer who he unintentionally saves i guess he has like kind of a heroic uh streak in him did you did you just 
uh, cut that man's hands with a decorative <laughs> serving plate. It's, it's all in the wrist. wrist. Yeah, it's all in the wrist. Yeah, it looks very good. And I think, in obviously, on their part, very intentional. They kept the cage parts minimum in the uh, trailer because I think he's going to go typical full cage. Nicholas cage. Oh, yeah, he's like full, full Nicholas Cage. Full yeah. Nicholas Cage. Which in this kind of mo- movie makes complete sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks very good. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for that to come out. I know he like he loves the Christopher Lee Dracula stuff, so I wonder if he's going to bring any of that like into it. I think so. I think so too. Like the way, even, like, just from, the way he said, "Yeah, Dracula." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, this is gonna be great." Yeah, uh, like I had no expectations for this movie. I was like, eh, whatever. I don't need a Renfield movie." And then, yeah. like the trailer, I was like, "I do need a Renfield movie <laughs> because this looks no, I need it. Like this looks like like it just looks like fun, like action comedy and yep. horror, like blending together. Like, yeah." I this this is gonna be. I'm fun. glad they, we're getting more of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. action comedy horrors because it, it, it's a fun mashup. Yeah, yep. and this yeah, is gonna be the perfect Nicholas boy. Holt. Like, like you said, he's killing it. That dude's just like doing so he, much, and like he's so good. And it's funny because I I don't know if you guys have seen any of the things where people are mentioning him for Superman. And I'm like, I don't see him as Superman, but I think it's so good he could pull off anything. I think he could, but like, I don't see, like, he doesn't. He's not my pick, obviously. No, he's not. Mm-mm. Like, I like him, but I don't see him as Superman. Mm-mm. But I don't know, man. Dude's good in everything he's in. So, yeah. I wouldn't put it past him being able to do it. That's all. Bring um, him back to the MCU, but it's something else. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the last trailer that we have to talk about is the new one from Ari Aster, which is called Bo is Afraid, which is Joaquin Phoenix. It looks like it's following his life from when he was he's a child and it kind of goes off the fucking rails at some points. It looks yeah, like yeah, it got to a point. I literally said, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, obviously. It has to do with him being a, uh, an agoraphobic at, at some point in stage in his life. And his, I guess, relationship with his mother comes into play at some point. They don't give you a lot to go on. But it looks like he just starts losing touch with what's real and what isn't at some point in the movie. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ari Aster, so I'm going to watch it because the last two movies he's had have been excellent. And he actually made a... Uh, low budget like before he made any studio movies he made another movie which was really odd and good so anything that Ariasta does i'm going to check out so this is going to be on that list of something i want to see when it comes out um not too much else to go on though there's really no story beat or anything like that of what's going on no it's just a lot of crazy shit just a lot of crazy shit which is what you expect from Ariaster. yeah Yeah. and i mean His other two movies had a lot of like subtext and like deeper. They went deeper than I, you know, was expecting just a standard thriller or whatever to go to. But this one, I'm sure, will have some underlying. Maybe mental health is what the the movie. Oh is yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas you know, uh, 
toxic masculinity was the underlying thing in uh midsummer and stuff like that so definitely looking forward to checking this movie out because Ari Aster and and you know for better or worse I do like uh Joaquin Phoenix I think he's a very good actor he's a little strange and does some weird shit at times but he's a very good actor so we'll see mm-hmm. what happens with that um and then we're do gonna we just want to put the other trailer here too like since we don't have any other news yeah i guess we could do that um yeah we we did get another trailer a big one for us this week um we got a new trailer for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania oh yeah that was good a lot more of what's going on with the story wise and gives you more kang gives you modok it gives all the kang that i needed like all the good no now like I mean, he looks so cool and like i said in our like text like it looks like the fight between kang and ant-man is actually going to be a good fight like mm-hmm. yeah this and I mean, is probably gonna be the best of the ant-man movies just like going off of this trailer like yeah there seem sure. to be some real stakes here stakes yeah stakes and, and, a, and a more serious tone mm-hmm. which, you know those other movies didn't need to have that serious tone no they were they were pre uh infinity wars and that that makes sense you know but now with all the stuff that he's gone through and with this new threat coming through if if they didn't make yeah like this is wouldn't make sense you know if you're introducing kang and you're not giving us stakes like you're doing kang wrong (laughs) honestly i think we're gonna have multiple deaths of characters in this movie Mm -hmm. i could and the thing is even with like i think we're gonna see people die but it's not gonna be an actual version of them, like because of what Kang is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. I think for sure they're getting rid of Hank Pym and Genevieve. I, I could see them two dying and like actually dying. I could see other people like dying and not really yeah. being dead. I mean, the only, you know, obviously the age restrictions for, for Michael Douglas and, and Michelle Pfeiffer, what is what I'm yeah. going off of there. Um, but also, like, this seems like to be an end of an arc for the Ant-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And also, you can't bring in a guy who's going to rival Thanos for the most dangerous. Oh, yeah, no. Avengers and, I, and not have some kind of circumstances. I you know? think specifically Janet's going to die because she has some connection to Kang. Like, she knows. I think, yeah. I think that's true. 100%. And Hank will probably die protecting her. That is what I'm assuming. Or trying I, to avenge her. Yeah, I think they may also kill off Evangeline, Evangeline Lily's Ooh, hope. I think they may get rid of hope. I think I they, could I could see that happening. That would suck. <laughs> it would suck, but it would give. I don't know. It would just be because I, I don't. It would I give. They're going to give Paul. Rudd, I don't think they're going to kill Paul Rudd. I oh don't, no, 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 no! But I think that giving him that crush. That just like it would give him stakes oh. because they're not going to kill Cassie. No, because she's next. She's going to be yeah. in the, or the young Avenger. She, she's the future. And like, mm-hmm. I could see that, like, because it would give him like it would break him losing her. Absolutely. I also oh. the way that they edited <laughs> this together, I think there's a lot of stuff that they put in there to kind of. Oh, yeah. Speculate, like. He's like, oh, you know, I can give you what you want more time. So there's, you know, obviously he missed several years during, yeah, the, with, during the blip and all yeah, that shit. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be even more than that. I think it might be 
alluding to the fact of like, again, hope possibly dying him going into a different alternate reality where he could be with her longer, things like that. I think there's going to be a lot of shakeup in this movie, a lot more than we're expecting. I think it's crazy that this is also Peyton Reed directing this. And it looks like a completely different movie. Oh from yeah. The first two. Like completely yeah. different. Yeah. I'm um, like, that just shows how good of a director he is. Like, mm-hmm. Where I don't think um who was the original director? Edgar Wright. Oh, Edgar Wright. I don't think Edgar Wright would have been able to pull this off. Like this type of a this type of a big shift. Yeah, his sensibilities are are very rooted in in comedy and action. Mm -hmm. Going this dramatic sci-fi turn, I don't know that he'd be able to pull off as well. Again, he's a great director, so you know, yeah, never has like do, but he has a specific style and I don't think yeah, it would have sure. worked with this. Um, And you did say something in the beginning of when we started talking about this, his look, uh, uh Kang's look. So good. I mean, they give, you, awesome. they give you the blue it's mask. It kind of goes completely away. Completely comics accurate. And it's, scary. yeah. And the way like he has like that, like you see him with the blue mask and then like when it cuts away, like, and you see the scars on his face, yeah. which are going to make up the lines that we see in the mask in the comics. Yep. Yeah. So smart. Like the details, like, and that, uh, uh, picture that was, uh, put out in empire of him in his chair, like seeing yeah, him in the chair, in the chair. Yep. he looks so cool. Like, oh, I'm so excited for Jonathan majors in this role. Like he's going to, he's going to chew up every scene he's in. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he did it. He did it in Loki. Like he stole that, that scene. Yeah. Yep. That whole end of the whole episode. He, he stole that whole yeah he stole that whole episode just by like being in it and i think he's gonna like he's gonna kind of do the same thing here like everyone's gonna i feel like paul rudd's gonna give a standout performance in this movie but i feel like it's gonna be jonathan majors it's like absolutely a hundred percent gonna take like he's such a good actor and i'm so fucking excited to see him in this character yeah and yeah he looks amazing already so um the other reveal in this one is the uh is the modok that we get um i remember when we first saw the stills we were texting back back and forth i'm not crazy about the armored look that that they gave him i think that looks kind of shitty to be honest but did you see it earlier in the trailer like you see him without the armor on no that's what i was going to say when he doesn't have the armor and it looks like it's uh darren cross uh, his version of Corey Stoll's big head, Stoll's big ass head. I think that looks better, in my opinion. I just, it looks more comic accurate. I Brian also, is so I'm not crazy about the fact that they're changing the whole Modoc character completely. I think that that's kind of, you know, because he was obviously somebody else in the comics beforehand. Now they're just kind of doing a thing where they're they're putting two characters together, which I'm not crazy about, but eh. I understand why. And they've I, never done that before. No, I'm saying yeah. I know they have done that before. I, I'm just not crazy about that. I don't. I don't. It's also, care. not. It didn't work out the last time either. So yeah, why they're doing it again? But, but I mean, I feel like they're just giving us Modok to give us Modok and have people be done with it because that's a weird character to have in a live action movie anyway. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely like, is. Like that's why the armored version made more sense because if they would have just made him a robot, I'm like, okay, cool. That's why he looks like that. Like having a giant ass head floating around. 
I mean, it's going to look weird. I mean, and I understand the logic of how he became that way because of the way he died. Mm-hmm. But still, um, it, it, it okay. Ed, have you ever have you ever seen um, you ever seen um, what's the name of that movie? Robert Rodriguez, Spy Kids. Was yeah, it Spy no, Kids yeah. two. What was it? Two yeah. or three? Yep. Yeah, I know George George whatever the fuck. Yeah, that, that's what he looks like when he don't got that his mask down. Rather have it without the mask. That mask looks fucking dumb. I don't uh, care. The mask looks like the comic though. The mask looks like how he looks <laughs> when he gets angry. It looks shitty. I don't didn't like it. So, I want him to be able to have the you know the mobility in his face and talk oh you don't know that he doesn't though because he's technological we could all we know is he could put that on to protect what little of his flesh that he has left and we see this shit and that shit be it moving. almost looked in the in the in the brief shot that we see it looks like it's a projection of some sort of the yeah. actual human face which is well, yeah it could be the fine. same way um it could be the same way um kang has his like True energy yeah. shield. It could be something similar. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, again, until we see more of it, I'll, I'll you know hold my hold my thoughts on it. But I, I just didn't care. That actually, that like that still actually looks very good. Nah, no, it don't. <laughs> it looks fucking. I dumb. mean, it <laughs> looks it it, it looks better than than Adam Warlock. Oh yeah, well, might as well talk about that. Talk about uh comic accurate costumes. <laughs> we got a new image today of uh, Adam Warlock from Empire Magazine online. You mean Iron Thor? Iron Thor, yes. Uh, dude just looks straight up like a Thor that you see at fucking Disney World that walks around. <laughs> what he looks like? He looks like Bunko ass Thor. Like I just, I, like- <laughs> I like I looked at it and I'm like, the only thing I had, like I said, I I had some hope that maybe it was the lighting that was making it look that gold, but. It's Tone not. said that he saw other pictures, but then, like you know, even his in suit that picture, mostly gold. And I'm like, even that you in that, that picture, Brian, like all the lights hitting everything, so you can like extrapolate what is going to be the same colors just by how they're it's making them. No, look. I know, I know. So and you I'm can just, look at where you know. I know, gold. and that's why I'm like, he he he, he should have been literally just wearing an all he black should, body. He been suit. black, that's like that's detailed. Yep. Y'all could have done whatever y'all want to it. They could. We would have only seen when it heard some shit. And then have little gold symbol in the middle, and then have his red cape, and then have red accents on the fucking gloves, yep. and on the, and or on the gauntlets, and then on his boots, and he'd have yep. looked cool, and a gold elf belt, and he'd have been cool. You didn't need all even, of that. Even like I said, like with that, like if you didn't know that was Adam Warlock, some you would sh- think that was a random Asgardian. And some and some shoulder pads. Give him some shoulder pads, because you know, like he doesn't look yeah, like even the Sovereign. Not no, he doesn't. Really. Except like that, he's gold. He has gold skin. Like he doesn't look like what he's wearing doesn't say sovereign. And long, to me. luxurious gold hair. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They don't even give him that. Like he's got, and he still got that baby face. So bad haircut and a goofy. What do you think was gonna happen? He's gonna work out, and his face was just gonna get manly. No, but like this is why I said he wasn't the right choice from the gate. Yeah, because <laughs> of that baby face. Yeah, and I mean. I don't know. Keeping his eyes white would have probably helped, and not that, having, people, yeah, you know, even the longer hair. And even it, even with makeup, longer. you can make someone's face look more angular and not like 
Fuck. Women do it all the time. <laughs> and contouring. This, this is a still again. Yeah. But it's officially released still. Yeah. So it's not it's like, not like this is someone on a back on phone. Yeah. And like so it leaked somewhere. This was think, something that this is also in Empire magazine. Like yeah, I think this is what we're getting. So it's not great. And it sucks because the Guardian suits look so good. They look comics accurate finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, but for this one, we're gonna just like make him a mixture of Thor in, and Vision. Unless he has multiple suits in the movie, and this is like and we know how much you suit. love multiple suits. Oh, you know, I love that shit. When it makes sense, I can deal with it. But like, you can't tell me that the dude who came in and fucking got one suit, and now now in the next movie he's got another one. Same thing with Wonder Woman. I can't I can't I can't have it. You know what I'm saying? Why? The you, you only wear the same, you wear the same shit. <laughs> you don't wear wearing the same shit. The you don't buy you don't buy you don't ever buy new clothes in between years at all. Ever. Not shit that's fucking bulletproof. Uh, like uh, Superman suits. You know what I mean? Superman suits aren't bulletproof. He is. Then why is there no bullet holes? In because there, because he gives off an aura oh, around him. That, that no, I'm dead ass. That was an explain. That was the explanation for the longest time. Shit that's why his suit, that's why his suits don't get shredded. That was the long. That was the explanation for Mad Long. The uh, only thing I could see with Adam Warlock is like since he is supposed to evolve. Yeah, like if the suit is part of him and it evolves with him, okay. But how much evolution are we going to get in this one movie? Well, you also have the high evolutionary in it, so he makes him evolve. I don't know. We'll see. Talking about another character that doesn't look good either. Oh, he kind of looks like garbage to it, doesn't he? (laughs) The high evolutionary. Oh. He looks like uh, Jaiman Hansu's character from the other ones. Like, you can't tell me they're not like... (laughs) Yo, I bet if I don't get him, if I don't get like a helmeted version, if I don't get him, low, per- like, come on, if I don't get him in like the pink or purple or whatever color you want to give me, like, come on, like I want a mask, or like, a reddish pink. pink. You can nano, you can nanite me. A, well, there's uh, you in different space. Give me a mask. <laughs> yeah, but the the one that everybody knows is the pink or the reddish pink version. Yeah, well, yeah. give me that one. Yeah, right. And give me that mask. Give me that mask. Like we get like, like it doesn't even have to Kang. be. It doesn't have to be exactly. It doesn't even have to be just like Kang's where like it talks and everything. Just it could be a helmet. Just just and give me something. Take it off. Yeah. Like, yeah. The way like everything they did right with Kang, they're doing wrong with these characters over here. And it has to come down to like these are the designs that are being approved by James Gunn. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like that's the difference here. Like. People want to blame like Fahi and Marvel and everything. It's like, but then how are they doing so well over here? But then right. over in this other thing, like, because they give these directors some autonomy to approve this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah, I have to. So like, they're like, all right, get it as close as you can. Like, and if this is what the director wants to green light, then they're like, all right, cool. That's what we're going with. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> but that's here and we're there. Now you want to do this. On to another better adaptation. Uh, yes. We know. Um, we did get a chance. Two of the three of us uh, watched the first episode of Last of Us. Uh, Brian did not get around to it yet, but he does know the game. So we are going to cover what happens in the first episode. Um, 
we don't have to go too 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 in detail. Just no. It's, I, it's a, it's I a think nice the show is starting off really well. I'm invested. I'm, you know, I want to see this, where this goes and what happens next. So, so um, Ed, were you invested in Sarah? Oh, dude, that <laughs> broke my fucking heart, man. I imagine having to. So in the game, you play as her for the beginning of the game. Oh, really? Really? Yep. I didn't know that. You play as her and everything. It, it's pretty much scene for scene how it happens. Like yeah. they give you a lot more, like they give you a lot more before um, because you start pretty much at night in the game. Um, but they give you a lot more to make you feel invested in this girl. They oh, did yeah. a very good job. But I mean, at the same time, I know en- heart. I knew enough about the, just from the previews and stuff, you know, the guy is a broken guy, you know, he's doing this thing that he has to do in a show reluctantly you know, that there's some kind of baggage and scar, uh-huh. you know, bars that he has. So I kind of knew going, going forward, you know, going into this, I should say that as soon as you see her and him, I'm like, okay, well that sucks. She's going to die. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they have such a good relationship and she's smart. You know what I mean? For She's very good. At, she's in like, this that's role. What a, a real, what is she supposed to be? 13, 12, 13. Yeah. She's, she's like teenager, 12 or 13. So I'm like, that's what a real 12 or 13 year old girl would do. She was, you know, pretty bright, pretty intelligent. Um, the, the choices that she made when all that shit was going down, she, she did really well. You know what I mean? But I've really, the thing that I really liked was the connection between the two of them. Yeah. And, they had really good, like father daughter chemistry. Yes. And, you know, obviously I have a soft spot for this. Cause I have a daughter who's 14. She's not too much older. We have a very tight relationship and just thinking like, what would I do in that case? And obviously the one, the one part of that whole, you know, whatever, what would you call it? Breakout day, outbreak day. Break day. Yeah. Um. So, Obviously, the, the the cool part about it, too, is it uh, takes place in 2003, which is before the 24-hour you know news cycle was really around. So you didn't mm-hmm. have all this breaking news. Everybody would know. Everybody would be Yeah, they didn't have like, the smartphones. Right. Like- which was cool because you see, like, in the beginning of the episode, there's, like, cop cars going by and mm-hmm. you know, helicopter in the sky. Or, or like, wait, what's going like, on? Like, oh, that's strange. And you know, as you're walking around and she, that's what was smart about her. She's like, Hey, do you know anything about what's going on in the news? And the, mm-hmm. the neighbor's like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, hon. And then, you know, she's pretty, pretty smart and through the whole show. And you're like, okay, hopefully this kid, you know, doesn't die episode one, but on, um, you know, spoilers, she does. How um, many ep- I mean, did they only put up the one episode? Only yeah. the one. Yeah. Hour so, and okay. a half. It's an hour and a half, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first okay. half hour is all that. First half hour is outbreak day. day. Okay. Um, and so the one, the one part that I that really got me right. So the the f- the first thing happens with the neighbor, and the neighbor's uh, grandmother comes out, and she's like trying to get them. The fact that the brother Tommy, obviously, he was ex-military. From what you see, yeah, on, you see the desert storm sticker, yeah. Um, but that's you know all these things are very very realistic because. He's like, we got to go. Don't. There was no yep. hesitating. There was no, oh, we got to go in for this. We have to stop for these people. Nope. They knew exactly what they needed to do. They got the fuck out of there. He yells at his neighbor, get back in your house. Yeah. But, 
as they're driving away, there's that family. And he's like, oh, they have a kid. And without hesitation, that's right. He turns around. He's like, so do we keep driving. And I'm like, that's what you would do as a father. That is what you would say. He does. And I love it because everything was beat for beat right out of the game. Mm. Like that scene where they're in the um in the middle of the, the town and they're like trying to get away and then the plane comes yeah, that that's crazy. crazy. Like they're they took scenes and like I said, I've played this game. I've played this game multiple times. This is one of the few games I've played more than once. Uh-huh. Like played through beginning to end, like and played everything. And they have captured scenes right out of the game. And knowing it was gonna happen did not change anything for me. Yeah. It actually made it like like to where I'm like looking and like knowing what's going to happen to Sarah and exactly how it happens did not take away from that. Like that still hurt. And like it's because of how well the chemistry was between um, uh, Joel and and her in the show. And like they do the behind the scenes thing they put on the HBO shows now. And she said, like, I could never have a better on screen father than him. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can see like they had that connection. It was so good. Yeah, she's actually said that in the interviews that like because they were asking her about um if she's you know because she had a horrible death in Game of Thrones, but she was <laughs> later than him, and she was like they asked if she had seen his death, and they're like, and she's like, no, I don't know if I should now because yeah. she's so attached to him right now. Oh, it's just like I I I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame her. Like, if she looks at him like a father figure, like, I don't think she should watch that scene, see him, like, die like that. No. But, yeah, I I love the show. Like, I'm excited that, like, someone like you, Ed, that, like, hasn't played the games, but, like, you're into horror and... Like, yeah, I was going to give it a t- shot regardless because I like this kind of... Like, for all the, the negatives that you could say about The Walking Dead, there's too many spinoffs and all this stuff. I watched The Walking Dead and was invested in it for six seasons. So mm-hmm. it's it's similar. Obviously, it's not the same, but it's, yeah, a it's like, a, like a post-apocalypse um, with like infected. I, yeah. And I like that kind of a kind of a story. So I was going to check it out regardless. Uh, but I can't wait. Very well done. Because the from infected where they leave are off, so like, different. Once you see like. Like you've seen them in the trailers, but you haven't seen how they are. Like once you see a clicker and they uh-huh. have to deal with it, like, yeah, like because you see it, you've we've seen them in the trailers and like, but they don't really give you like a lot to go no. off of. Yeah, it's just, and you, know, you see, you see the, the one that's fun. like, like, and you see how the fungus takes over and like they were like in yeah. the wall in this uh episode, like, right? Yeah, it's it's so like they they do a lot of they cover a lot in this first episode, Bri. Like they even get to the point where. They have Ellie already. They're yes. leaving the city, and the uh, the one of the Fedra agents like puts the uh, the testing thing up to her, and they find out that she's infected, mm-hmm. but that she's like the, you. You find out immediately. Like they give you this in the first episode, which because it's something you need to know. Like she's infected, but she's immune. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, knowing a little bit more about the background because of what we talked about, what you guys, you know, played the game. I knew that she was the carrier of what they think will be a potential yeah. cure. So I knew that that was going to come into play. Yeah. But I really liked because, you know, the first 30 minutes with the daughter mm-hmm. and the fact that that soldier gets the command to kill them, even though he knows that they're not infected. 
And that was really fucked up. And it plays into the same tropes of all these, like the real enemy and the real, you know, threat isn't necessarily these infected zombies. It's humanity itself. So when he gets that order to kill them, I'm like, oh, my God, he's really going to fucking kill these. Well, I knew he wasn't going to die, but I knew I figured the girl would. And then he shoots. You see Joel gets hurt. He's on the ground. And then Tommy comes and saves them. But it's already too late. For that her. scene was heartbreaking yeah. to watch. Oh, like, honestly, she was tears in my eyes. Like, dude. Yeah, like oh. she's the her just like screaming and like I was like fuck, man. And him like come on, like and telling Tommy like we gotta we gotta get her. And then Tommy's like she's gone. Like, like yeah. oh yeah. man, fuck, that was such a good scene. And then for that to be reflected in the very last scene, of yeah, the, of the show where um another ellie, soldier ellie is being held up and he's going the soldier has the gun on her and joel's like not this motherfucking time and he just yep. like attacks a dude i think he killed him right he punched him to death i think yeah right? he, he he fucked him up <laughs> um and then he did the thing i always love in any movie or show he grabbed the guy's gun which is what you need to do yep I, so what i love about that whole scene like them like leaving the city it's exactly how it is in the game. Like they had the lights coming on you in the game. Like you're hiding from the searchlights because uh-huh. if you get the searchlights there, they like just start shooting in. You like get a game over like immediately. Yeah. And like they're going through pipes and like going behind cars. That's exactly right out of the like it was exactly that scene happened pretty much exactly the way it did in the video game. And I loved it. And I like so there's going to grab the gun. I- I feel like there's going to be a lot of that, that they definitely did their homework. Oh, well, Neil Druckmann, who is the creator and writer and director of the video game, is also working on the show. Oh, yeah, okay. I read that as so, well. So, like, he was very excited once he met the guy that was going to adapt it pretty much and got to talk to him and saw that the guy was a fan. And, like, he understood what needed to be done. I love Pedro Pascal as Joel. I mm-hmm. think he's perfect. He is like from the beginning, like when you see him, like in the beginning of Outbreak Day, like it's his birthday, like in those moments, I was like, nope, this man is Joel, like a hundred percent already. I could see it. Yeah. And like him and the brother, both of them, I really like. Yeah. I really like uh, it's Gabriel Luna, right? That's playing Tommy. Gabriel Luna. I'm possibly, I don't know the guy's name. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, yeah, Gabriel Luna and Bella Ramsey. Oh my, oh my God, that girl is so yeah, good as Ellie. Very good. Like she is already giving me all that, like cursing everyone out, giving everybody the finger. Like that's a hundred percent Ellie's shit that she would do. Um, and I was telling Ed that um the the girl that plays Marlene in the show is actually the voice actress from the original game. Right. And it's really cool to see her from voicing it to like get to actually play the character in live action like even like because they made the character kind of look like her too so Mm -hmm. it was really cool um and then the final shot is them walking into the restricted area yeah like they're kind of like a thunderstorm and you're getting flashes of those dilapidated destroyed buildings buildings, yeah the streaming onto one another the skyscrapers that was a really cool visual i really like that let me guess Um, uh, that was also from the game too huh Yep, I'm right, right out, right out of the fucking game. I mean, like, it looked great too. Um, I, I love that they're like taking shit right out of the game, like changing things here and there. But like for the most part, everything is beat for beat right out of the game. You know, and what's it's gonna not be- taking anything away from me. Capcom, 
pay attention to this. This is how Resident Evil should be done, like by someone that understands what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. There's like, no you don't need to, to change things so you don't need to reinvent works, works your stuff. Like this is how it should be done. Like you're doing it, like they're doing it perfectly. Yeah. So far, like again, I have no frame of reference. The person who has a frame of reference is enjoying it thoroughly, and a person who I, came into it is thoroughly enjoying it. So they're yeah, doing something. I, you know, I absolutely love it. Like I, it's going to be hard to do week to week because I hate like that. Wait, like as soon as the episode ended, I was like, no, I want more. I want it now. Like I, it is but, very, very edge of your seat stuff too. So it's gonna, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like because of like what, how this game is like, they're, they're going to do it very smart and keep you like, oh yeah. Your seat For each the one end, and then you're have- you know, like, you're like, fuck. Yeah. You want to see what's coming next. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like we're going to get some clickers in the next episode and that's going to be fucking terrifying. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it, man. Whatever, whatever's coming, I am ready for it. Obviously you'll probably check it out this week, Bri, but, uh, once we, I don't know if we want to do like maybe the first couple and then do a review of the first few and then when it ends or if we want to do a week by week, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. Talk. We'll figure it out once it. Yeah. But um, I guess that's all we have to say right now for the first episode, at least hopefully the rest of the show does as well as that did. Uh, yeah. I'll be getting to that this week that, and um, actually tried gun stampede. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I guess with that, you guys want to talk about your top five, most anticipated of 2023. Yeah, we can hop right into that. All right. Well, we start us off. Order we want to start off. No I can no, start us care. off. All right. Tone is going to start us off. Um, then Brian, then me. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. That'll work. All right. Um, so my number five is uh, Marvel Spider-Man Part 2. The video okay. game for uh, PlayStation. I can't wait for that game. It's supposed to release this year. I'm hoping it actually does release this year. Um, I love the first game. I love Miles Morales. And having them both in this next game is going to be fucking amazing. I hope that means there is like some kind of co-op component. But even if there's not, if they do it kind of like a... Arkham City, where you're like switching between them, like at different parts of the story, I would be fine with that also. Like, I, I'm so fucking excited for that game. I, that's another game, <laughs> both of them that I've played multiple times. Like, there's, there's not a lot of games that I will play, like, especially like story driven games that I will play more than once. Um, but well, yeah. The, I, the whenever Spider-Man I games. whenever I get homesick for the city, I play I play one of those games. I put one of those games. In. Yeah, they're, they're got re- a great the, the recreation of, the of New York is like perfect. Like I was able to navigate certain to certain places just because I know my way around like parts of the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> like not it's perfect, that, it's perfect, that, but like but it's, it's still it's, it's damn one of the best. <laughs> it, yeah, it's one of the best. Like, and it's because they have like fake buildings in there too. Like you got like the Avengers building and like mm-hmm. the Wakanda. And, like, but if you know where those buildings are supposed to be in actual New York, you can get yourself there. 
Yeah, there's some really there's some really cool stuff in there. Yeah, um, I, I love those games, but yeah, that's my number five, Bry. I hear you. I hear you, sir. Um, well, my number five is actually um X-Men 97. Oh um, I mean, I will make fun of that show to no to the ori- the original show to no end, but I absolutely love it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Like Whenever someone brings it up, the first thing I do is Gene. It's like it went out there, and they're like, "Why you do that?" I'm like, "Cause that was like half the show." Yeah, just it was just him yelling Gene, and it was just. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I loved it. So I, you know, when they announced that they're, you know, gonna bring it back and they're gonna do new stories with some better, with some updated art, and I think I, I was completely down for that. So oh yeah, now that we're actually getting close to it, I am super excited. So that's that's my number five. All right. Um, I actually kind of forgot that was coming out this year, so I wish I'd have recalled. <laughs> Might have been on my list, but uh, oh, it definitely would have been on your list. Yes, for sure. That's one of my favorite animated things of all. Time. Probably my favorite animated series of all time. Um, and I mean, yeah. However, I did remember that Secret Invasion is coming out, and Secret Invasion is my number five. I. I've wanted to see what their take on this whole storyline is going to be with such a huge monumental storyline in the comics. I think it's going to have a lot of big ramifications for the future of the MCU. Um, I'm excited. Obviously, Samuel L. Jackson's back. I want to see where they're going to go and what this is going to introduce and how it's going to spin into Iron Wars and all the other stuff that's coming up. So, yeah, I'm just really excited for it. Hopefully we'll get uh, some new inclusions. We already know Abigail Brand is going to be in it. So that opens up the whole sword deal. So I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see what they end up doing with this story. So that's my number five. My number four is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So another video game. Um, Another one that I haven't replayed yet, but I am going to replay uh, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. before this one comes out um i love the story in that game and like the fact that it's canon mm-hmm. and that they, they like they put it in a smart area where they can like kind of they can add things and take things away and like they don't have to worry about too much i love cameron monahan as a uh, cal Kestis. i love that character i want to see cal Kestis in live action at some point me too i hope we get him in some point um yeah, so that's my number four. I am super fucking excited for that game. Um, my number four is actually uh hmm. you jumbling them up. No, I just trying to decide if I actually want to put this there or not. Between <laughs> something else. oh wait, no, it's Dune. That's right. I forgot that part was there. It was a toss-up between Quantum Mania and Dune, but it's definitely Dune. Um, as much yeah. as I, I mean, Quantum Mania looks absolutely <laughs> amazing, and it's setting up everything that's coming forward for the uh, MCU. But Doom, like the first one, blew me away, and I can't wait to see the second one. I'm definitely going to see that on a big screen, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, my number four is also Dune Part Two. <laughs> I. 
for the same reasons you just said. I can't wait to see how they tie up this uh, story. They have so many new inclusions in this cast. It's going to be amazing. My girl's in it. Um, yeah, I just I, I just can't wait to see how they wrap this up, being as though the first one was so fucking good. That was like probably the biggest surprise of last year was that movie, and I, it blew me away. So I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. So, yeah, that's my number, uh, num- number four as well. Oh, my number three is also Dune Part 2. Nice. <laughs> I should have put it at number four. Then we all could have had it at number four. But <laughs> <laughs> And for everything you guys said, like, I'm just super excited for that movie. I feel like we've all, we all love the first one. Yep. We were all flabbergasted that they didn't green light the sequel until after the first one came out. That was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. They don't know what the fuck they're doing half exactly. the time. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited for that movie and can't wait for more. And I love all the new additions. Uh, Florence Pugh, Austin Butler. Florence Pugh. Pugh, Pugh, Pugh. Christopher Walken. Yeah, I forgot he's going to be in it too, man. There's yeah, so he's, many. He, yeah, I'm super excited to see. And I love Timothy Chalamet in the first one. Like, I'm excited to see him grow as that character. Yeah. And Zendaya, she was good in the first yeah, she was very good as well it's i mean it's it's going to be good man and you know i i love me some rebecca ferguson so <laughs> we already know about how i feel about her so. yeah we all know how you feel about her that's how ed feels about florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. i think you might be right <laughs> well so. my number three is legend of vox machina Ooh. Ooh, that's close that shit too. blew me away last year i mean i mean i knew it, well i had known about it but i'd never like actually watched any of the streams or anything like that so um but that was a lot of fun um it had a great story great art um great just amazing characters and um it was just some of the best fantasy stuff I had seen in a while. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be up next week. Uh-huh. Um, and I am definitely down for that. So that's my, that's my number. What are we on? Three, right? Yeah. Number three. three. Yep. Alrighty then. Um, you had mentioned it in your last one, Brad, but my number three is Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. We're only a few weeks out from that. Um, but for the same reasons, I'm looking forward to Secret Invasion. And although we got a little bit more to go on for this, I want to see what the ramifications of this movie are going to be for the whole MCU going forward. Kang looks ridiculously good. Um, obviously, I want to see what happens with the MODOK character. I don't think it's going to be much. But I really think that this has the ability to be top tier marvel stuff whereas the first two as fun as they were and i enjoyed them they weren't like oh i i love it so much i have to watch it all the time no, yeah. this i think this will have a rewatchability and also bring into the mcu a lot of stuff going forward and and maybe set up what the next chapter will be uh big story wise you know overarching story wise so i'm really excited for it 
I want to see who all these minor players end up being because I don't I'm not 100 percent sold on the fact that um, Quaz is just going to be this character yeah. and it's nobody. I think he's going to be somebody of importance. And uh, I'm just excited to see where this all leads and see more of our boy majors kicking ass and what new Kang craziness is down the line. So that's my number three. All right. My number two is Brian's number three, Legend of Vox Machina season two. No, it's going to be there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's comes out this coming weekend. We get the first three episodes. Yeah, I'm super excited. I love Critical Role. I love Vox Machina, their story. And I'm excited to see it animated. I read the comics when they come out. Like, I get the graphic novels when they come out. Um, well, so, one of those for Sunday's birthday. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, the third one, I think, is actually out now. So I'm probably going to pick that up soon. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm I know some stuff that's going to happen this season. We're going to get the Chroma Conclave, which we saw at the end of last season. So we're going to get them fighting dragons. I did watch IGN's review of the season, and they said it's very good, but they do make they do take more liberties with it. Oh, so. yeah. I, fig- I figured as they got away from the Briarwood stuff, the Briarwood stuff is probably the stuff they stuck the closest to. Mm-hmm. But it's also hard to adapt a game that people play and it lives in their minds. <laughs> oh, I agree. Like, so they're definitely taking liberties. And it's also because they want to get as much out as they can as and quickly they also as possible. Said they want to just make sure they're telling like coherent stories. Yeah. Like they want to tell you an actual good story with actual good story beats, not like what would usually take four hours. Like they're, taking what would take four hours and condensing it to probably like five minutes. So because every game like is like four hours long and then like what really happens is like maybe an hour's worth of actual stuff, which then, you know, how time works in like television and stuff, they condense it down even further. So I'm just super excited. The animation on that show is great. And i I just I just want more. So coming coming Friday we'll be getting more. Very nice. Ryan. My number two is across the Spider-Verse. Um that another one that the animation just simply just blew me away. Mm. Um, the story was great. That was like the year of Miles Morales. Um, because we got the game that year as well. And it was uh and it was two great versions of the same character mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm looking forward to across the spider verse i'm looking forward to seeing 2099 um and some more spider gwen and whoever else gets to shine in that movie yep yeah. but yeah my number two also spider-man across the spider-verse uh for all the same reasons you just said i can't wait to see where the story goes bunch of new characters what they have in store for them the first one was so well done uh another one where i was like oh this is going to be a sony product i probably ain't going to like it but it shattered my expectations it was so good 
the art style was so refreshing and new. Um, so I can't wait for more of it. That's my number two. Yep. My number one actually aired last night and it was the last of us. I've been looking forward to that since they announced it. It is one of my all time favorite video games. It looked like they were doing everything right. And now after seeing the first episode, this is even higher. Like this would be higher on my list. Like if I had seen that, like, um, it can't go any higher. It's number one. Like mm-hmm. they've done what no one else has really been able to do. Like we've had video game adaptations in other media, like specifically animation that have worked, but live action, it seems like they just can't get it right. They always have to change things and like mm-hmm. make things like as much as I like have a love for the Resident Evil movies, they're nowhere near what Resident Evil should be. Right. And, then and I'm sure there's like, going to be changes to The Last of Us as well. But yeah, it's just it, it feels like those changes will be organic to the story. Yeah. Like I don't know like, method that they're telling. like changing Joel. To a Hispanic man and then like having Tommy also be a Hispanic man like they made changes that made sense like everything like everything so far that I've seen that they've changed has not taken away and also it shows that even if you know exactly what's going to happen it doesn't take away from the story if it's if it's executed correctly yeah and that's one thing I think they're doing they're giving you the feel like it feels like last of us it sounds like Last of Us from like the fact that they use music from the games. It's so good. Like that guitar thing that they have, like it's right out of the game. Like you hear that a lot in the game. So hearing it in the show, it's like it makes you feel like you're in that world again. Yeah. And like it looks like that world, like everything, like seeing the Firefly symbol uh, spray painted and like all the graffiti and everything and like seeing how they did the quarantine zone and like it's exactly how you expect it to look everything has been like perfect (laughs) so far Mm -hmm. i really want like other um people that adapt video games like if you're going to adapt a video game pay attention to this series and the way they're doing it because yes they're going to change things but they're making sure the feeling is right they they're doing what marvel does with the the movies like it feels like like even though they're changing things it feels right it feels like that character where like dc they change things and it's like just because we want to fucking change it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i absolutely love that show and i wouldn't put it anywhere else on this list because i'm glad i had it at my number one and it paid off yeah and we it's not like it's all out so you still yeah. look forward to what's coming. Exactly. <laughs> you can still anticipate the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, it was hard, like not putting some of the stuff you guys have on. Like Spider Verse was on like my long list. Yeah, and like I didn't put it on because I had the the game, which right. like is like that thing. But yeah, there's so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bry. Well, my number one is was your number five. It's Spider-Man 2. Um, I played that first game, beat it, played through the the other stuff, beat it. And then when I finally got my PlayStation 5, I was like, oh, 
I get to go buy the remastered version so I can play it again all over again. I can play it again. I mean, yeah, so I let me go buy let me go buy Miles Morales a second time so that I can play Spider-Man a second time. And so I did. Um I could have literally just got the upgrade for the PS5 version of Miles Morales, but it wouldn't have given me the um remastered edition of the original and i needed yeah, to play it so i am so looking forward to this for everything that tone said before um i'm hoping that we can at least get some swapping between i know we're going to get swapping between characters yeah um i've had ideas i still think they should just call it spider-man and call it a day um yeah that should i'm, be I'm just still like gonna call it spider-man, spider-man even comic. if it says spider-man 2 on it i'm yeah. just gonna call it spider-man you play spider-man because yeah. that's that's the game that I'm playing. It's so. one of the few games I 100%ed and have a yeah. platinum trophy in. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, um, yeah, that needs to get here real fast, real, yeah. real, real fast. <laughs> give me some, give me some, give me some Spidey. I need to feel like Spidey again. Give me some Spidey through them cities, those them cityscapes, and jumping off of rooftops, but <laughs> and beating and, up on thugs. Yeah, facts. Facts getting mad because I can't even get to my mission because every time I'm on my way to the mission, I hear somebody, I hear some shit happen, and I gotta be Spider-Man. So I'm really Spider-Man. I can't just pass up yep. some crime on you my see way to the mission. A car stopping by. Like, I gotta go. I don't know what they did. Yeah, fact. Oh, you stole a car. I'm trying to stop the 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 city from blowing up, but let me stop you from stealing this car real quick because I'm Spider-Man. God darn great power and great responsibility. <laughs> is ridiculous it really <laughs> i fucking love it <laughs> ed uh okay my number one probably not a big surprise to you two is oppenheimer i cannot wait for this movie christopher nolan can do no wrong every time he comes out with a movie it is an event for me it is something that i look forward to the entire year and i have not been left feeling i i haven't been left wanting ever after watching one of his movies and i don't think this one's going to do anything other than that this thing is going to deliver i mean it's it also has my girlfriend in it it's got florence Pugh in it cillian murphy emily blunt robert downey jr matt damon rami malik i mean the cast oh, it's got a stack cast is unbelievable and I cannot wait for this movie. It is going to be a spectacle. It is going to be an event, and I cannot wait to see it. It's going to be weird seeing Kenneth Branagh not as Kuro, though. Yeah, it is. Like, it's well, been a he, while since I've seen him as not. He was in Tenet, too, and he played a badass yeah. kind of guy. So yeah, he was, was. he was a bad guy in that. He was awesome in that. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I really think that he is... The best filmmaker these days, I think that he has such vision, such visual style. I mean, you and were in just off the name. You give me the name. You give me that on that clock. Tell me it's you, coming on. This, July that was 21st. Your, you're like most anticipated movie right there. Don't most anticipated. I, chills. Chills when I went to the uh, theater and saw that trailer. <laughs> I'm not even you, you're laughing. I'm not kidding. I know I, that's that's why we're laughing because <laughs> it was yeah. the complete man saw a of- clock man saw a clock and got all hot and bothered he's like oh shit you don't even oh, see the clock you just oh, hear it I didn't yeah. even see the clock 
Like, he heard the clock and was like, babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> shit, it looks. was the complete opposite reaction that me and Brian had. Well, you two don't know what like, you're doing, so okay. I understand that. It's going to be amazing. And quote me, best movie of the year. I'm, I'm quoting you. Next time the Oscars roll around, not this year, the following year, Oppenheimer, best film of the year. So next year, top of Ed's list of 2023, Oppenheimer, yep. calling it right now. That's right. And maybe they'll make an Oppenheimer too. I don't know. I, electric I, Boogaloo. I, I don't think that. that yeah, Electric think Boogaloo. Think Oppenheimer 2. Electric Boogaloo. That's right. It'll cross over with Hollywood. Tenet. It's going to cross over with Tenet. He's going to have a time nuke. That would be the shit. That would be so cool. As long oh as Fl- Florence Pugh's back in it, that's all I need. He's going to reverse. He's going to nuke things in reverse. That's right. <laughs> can't wait cannot wait for this movie um yeah that's uh, my my number one that's uh it's all to i no got one, to no one's surprised no one's surprised i mean you know it is what it is no one no one is the goat um so yeah that's our lists of the most anticipated of 2023 hopefully uh you know we shouted out some of the things that our listeners want to see as well if not you can always shoot us an email and tell us what you're looking forward to in the next year. Uh, our email address is gslwpod at gmail.com. Is it, though? Certainly is. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. I couldn't remember anymore. Um, but I do it. remember what our Facebook is. It's Geek Speak Last Week. Two words. <laughs> Geek Speak Last Week. That's two, two words. words. Two words. The two words. Now y'all, of see, I don't even have to repeat it anymore. Y'all just do that shit for me. <laughs> or you can find us on our Instagram page at Geek Speak last week. All one word. You can let us know what you're looking forward to in 2023. Yes. Maybe it'll have some overlap with us. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Maybe you have them in the same spots we have. Yeah, it could be. You never know. And if you, as well as uh, me, love the sound of a ticking clock, then you just <laughs> let us know. Um, if you also got the most erect ever, just from hearing. Max, he said, Nolan, tick, tick, engorged. <laughs> I was engorged. And he said, boom, baby. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yes, I did. There was an explosion in his pants. There was. It was a uh, mushroom cloud in my pants. <laughs> oh, All right, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. All right, we'll see you guys next week to talk about last week. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. Good night. <laughs>